Welcome to Blooming Out on Community Radio, WFHB. Blooming Out is a forum by and for the LGBTQ plus community. Each week we explore the issues, events pertaining to the LGBT community in Indiana, the U.S., and internationally. We speak with guests about human rights, coming out, the legality of being gay, and much more. Blooming Out is a multiple award-winning program here on Community Radio, WFHB. Thanks for listening to Blooming Out. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Blooming Out. I'm Melanie Davis. I'm Ireland Meacham. And I'm Justin Robertson. Tonight, we have Judy Epp again from Spencer Pride with us. She brought Gannon and Sophie with her to talk about Spencer's LGBT prom, which was last Saturday. But first, let's catch up with the Blooming Out crew. Ireland? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, not much is going on this week. I guess I, uh, you know, finished the semester, and I, I feel like I'm still super busy, even though... I shouldn't be getting a break, but I just <laughs> started volunteering with Spencer Pride uh, at Yay. the store, so I'm super <laughs> excited about that. That's um, great. Yeah, which I'm, I'm excited to have you guys on tonight and Judy to talk about yes. that and everything. Uh-huh. Um, I'm really excited to hear about this queer prom. That's, yeah. yeah, that'll oh, be fun. Yes. Awesome. We all wish that we could have been there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How are you, Justin? I'm doing well. Um, thank you, both of you, for holding down the fort. Absolutely. Well, I was gone, and I guess Frankie's been gone this whole time, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. yeah. But, um, yeah, I was uh, in Paris, one of my favorite places ever. Oh, wow. Oh, my and gosh. I, I know, right? <laughs> um, I flew with two cats, so that was very interesting. Oh, how did that I work? know, right? <laughs> your cats? They weren't my cats. They were friend's cats. Were you smuggling them? I was the... smuggling cats into okay. Paris. This is not true. Mm. So, but I was, they, they went Yeah, over be legally. careful who's listening. They went over le- You're right, exactly. Um, yeah, but so... Um, I'm back Yay. from France, a little bit Yay. jet lagged, and mm-hmm. but you know, well, we missed had a great you, time. So. Well, thank yeah. you. I missed you guys too. It was kind of empty in here. It was just kind of like two of us, and <laughs> sounds bouncing off the walls. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> we lit little candles for y'all. No so. one should let Melanie and I talk for an hour <laughs> by well, ourselves. You should call me. You know, I, I'm I'm good for filling. Yeah, <laughs> come on. So what's going on with you? So. My car was in the shop getting a new transmission, or Whoa. rebuilt transmission, so I borrowed a truck that was way too big for me. Mm. I hate saying that. But <laughs> I used to have a big truck, but it had running boards. This one didn't, so I hurt my back climbing in and out of that. Oh, then it was wow. getting better, and I cut grass with the riding mower. Oh. So, you know, backslid on Don't that. Don't you know how to relax? Um, yeah. take it easy? Well, no. <laughs> have, you, have you met Judy? However, I know, right? I however, I've got Lucy on the mower duty now, so I'm not doing that. But prom, had to wear heels to prom. Oh, you wore heels. Yeah. So, mm, well, but you had nice painted nails. Like you always I do. always have nice painted I've nails. Right. Yes. But, yes, so back trouble, uh, backslid again. So oh. I'm getting better now, so I'm trying really, really hard to not do anything to mess it up <laughs> until it's all well. Yeah, but, don't jeopardize that. Oh, it's you a struggle. You take care of your back. It's a, we need I you. It's hard. I know. Yes. But, you can't yeah. fill in if you're, you know, flopped out. So. Uh, well, I <laughs> We mean, could wheel a bed in. I guess. Yeah, there you go. No, I'm not a bad person. I might be walking with a limp and difficulty, but yeah, I'll be on my feet. (laughs) Somehow I'll be on my feet. I actually had a dream that I couldn't walk. 
no. But I was on rollers. Oh. <laughs> Sandals, right? So I was still Sandal rollers. Yeah. I was still ambulatory, but I yeah. was on rollers instead of walking. It's like, oh, this is Skateboard weird. with a little pole. You Something. can just pull yeah, yourself yeah. down like a yeah, yeah, gondolier. Sounds, sounds good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> How are you, Melanie? Oh. oh, well, okay. This weekend was Hippie Christmas. I don't know if any of you know what Hippie Christmas is. Hippie Christmas? Hippie Christmas. Ooh. Uh, so for, for those of us... Learned last I week. have no idea. For those of us on the lower end of the socioeconomic like scale... <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's, it's great. Uh, when I moved to town here, we had, like, literally nothing. Like, we had an empty apartment, and we had, like, some clothes and an uh, air mattress and my computer. Uh, and that was like it, yeah. right? So we needed to outfit things. And, and I had a job, but it wasn't, you know, uh, really paying much at that time yet because I was just starting off. And I just couldn't, I was looking at prices of things. And I was like, oh, there's no way. And my friends were like, oh, don't worry about it. Wait a couple months, hippie Christmas hits. I and so. It. It, it's move out, right? Yeah. It's the end of the semester. Oh. So, so yeah. all the college students who are going far away and can't like pack up a U-Haul, mm-hmm. they dump everything. Mm-hmm. So uh, this weekend, I spent liberating useful things uh, from places of uh, dumpster, and uh, <laughs> and yeah, we rescued a whole bunch of stuff. And, what did you get? Oh, I uh, clothing racks. You didn't call so, me. Uh, task <laughs> task is doing like uh, a kind of a clothing swap for uh-huh. um, uh, our booths at Pride and such, and uh, and then there's going to be a, a clothing swappy sort of area. Uh, but we got a bunch of clothes that were kind of like a mix mm-hmm. of you know uh, uh, really great uh, gendered clothes mm-hmm. and some gender neutral stuff. And we're gonna I got a rack. I got cool. uh, uh, tons of other fun things like really nice cookware. And wow. <laughs> yeah. but now you're telling the world, and so all that stuff's the, not going to be the there world next year. No, well, I don't think most people want to like go out to the dumpsters and like, you know. <laughs> well, I know a burrow. guy that did some painting for me said they painted apartments after school let out. Yeah, kids would leave huge oh, yes. flat screen TVs yes. and mm-hmm. all kind of stuff. I used to be a landlord, and they would just move their bodies out and leave everything. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's and so been, I'd invite all my friends over and say, "Take what you want." Right, yeah. exactly. Mm-hmm. And that's and yeah. you know I was collecting things and giving it to people who I knew right. needed stuff. Needed I've got it. a yeah. uh, microwave that a friend gave to me that they found. That another mm. friend said, "Oh my god, I just broke my microwave." Uh. And within like it was within a couple two minutes, I get these messages like, wow. "I broke my microwave." I have uh, my yeah. and I was like, this is wonderful. Okay. So let's meet. And uh, tons of like books and stuff like that. It's really, I just, I geek out on it every year. <laughs> so, um, uh, yeah. Sounds so like kids fun. keep throwing stuff away uh, or just, you know, put it off to the side. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and thank you. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. So uh, beyond that. Uh, we actually have to do a new show thing here, I think. Oh, I guess we do. I do, yeah. Hmm. So what is going on in LGBTIQ news? Well, from NBC News, less than a week after sports highest body ruled that Olympian Cast- Castor Semenya must take drugs to suppress her testosterone levels to compete in certain women's races, she has been told, however, she can compete with men in any competition at any level and without restriction. The letter was published this week by the International Association of Athletic Federations, track and field's international governing body. It comes on the heels of the landmark r- ruling in IAAF's favor by the, um, by the Court of Arbitration for Sport in Switzerland, the highest court in international sports, about Semenya, a South African track champion. 
The IAAF's letter was addressed to the World Medical Association, which had strongly urged physicians around the, around the world to take no part in implementing the Federation's controversial rules for classifying female athletes. As is the case with Semenya, the new re- regulations require women athletes with uh, relatively high levels of testosterone to medically reduce their natural blood testosterone level if they want to continue competing as women in certain events. Roger Pielke Jr., uh, director of the Sports Governance Center at the University of Colorado, said, quote, the IAA F has implemented what might be called sexual eugenics. He added, it has concluded that some females are not female enough because of their genetics and must be improved through medication. It is deeply troubling and unethical. In his letter to the World Medical Association, which also questions the uh, questioned the ethical validity of the new differences of sex development regulations, the IAAF defended itself and sought to clarify its position. The letter, signed by three IAAF-affiliated physicians, stated, quote, The IAAF regulations in this matter are not based on a single study, but on many scientific publications and observations from the field during the last 15 years. All these materials were submitted to the Court of Arbitration for Sport and discussed during the hearing. The panel has accepted the validity of this evidence and has recently decided to uphold the IAAF regulations. The Court of Arbitration for Sport in Switzerland, uh, the highest court in international sports, last week upheld the IAAF standards dictating and regulating who can compete in women's sports. While the court conceded the IAAF's policy is discriminatory to athletes with differences in sexual development, or DSD, such as Semenya, it found that, quote, such discrimination is a necessary, reasonable, and proportionate means of achieving the legitimate objective of ensuring fair competition in female, female athletics. The court's ruling is expected to have widespread implications for transgender and intersex athletes throughout sport and has been criticized by some supporters of Semenya as sexist and racist. Said Ann Lieberman, director of policy and programs at Athlete Ally, an advocacy group with, which encourages LGBTQ representation and acceptance in sports, quote, the, a- the IAAF's policy is a horrific vi- violation of female athletes everywhere. No woman should have to undergo medically unnecessary intervention in order, in order to compete in women's sport. Semenya has said that she does not want to move forward with the medical interventions required by the IAAF. Whew. Wow. Is right. Yeah. Um, I mean, this is the, there was a, a story that came out last week about the, the trial and the decision <clears> of, um, that they uh, um, decided not to allow her to compete in the in um, women's sports, even though she's, you know, she identifies as female. She was um, born, uh, you know, the only thing that, that they're arguing is different is this testosterone level thing. But then I've heard the argument online. Michael Phelps has some sort of like uh, genetic I thing that, that lets him like breathe better or something right. like that. So he's naturally a better swimmer. Really? And people right. are calling that, oh, that's his superpower. That's he's just right. really good at mm-hmm. swimming because of that. Right. But she's really good at track. And so, you know, they're attacking her for this in any way they possibly can, which is just frustrating. Yeah, it really is. And Sophie and Gannon, you're welcome to chime in if yeah, you ever absolutely. want to. Yeah. We forgot to tell you that in the beginning, so I'm just putting that. You don't have to, but you're welcome yeah. to. Um, but, but yeah, and I'm also yeah. wondering what 
do they do for men? I mean, exactly. Right. That's my yeah. whole thought through the whole thing. So, right. how much testing are they doing on men, and why are they testing women's testosterone levels? Mm-hmm. Right? Exactly. How would they even know of that? Of all in the things first place. to check. Yeah. Why are right. you checking that? That well, makes me think that they were, you know, well, well she's really they good. Have an we, agenda. It's probably, you yeah. know, yeah. some they other thing, agenda. you know, and then testing her medical records for no reason. Well, do you, do some of us uh, above a certain age might remember the um, East, uh, East German and Eastern Bloc countries mm-hmm. uh, putting forth women who were very masculinized possibly mm-hmm. uh, in, into Olympic competition hmm. and uh, and the uproar that that caused oh these are you know men with with breasts and and mm. they're just oh my God. Mm-hmm. they're just there for uh, to, to win the games or they're they're doping or whatever and um, you know and they've they've I don't know. I have many thoughts on this because uh, being intersex myself, and I was an athlete. Uh, I don't like to talk about that all that much, but um, my parents were really keen on having an athlete mm-hmm. uh, or two in the family, and and so I kind of got uh, I filled that role mm-hmm. for a while, mm-hmm. and um, and and we had kids who were taking anabolic steroids, you know, basically testosterone to uh, to improve their strength, um, and. So the idea that uh, there's like a, a box around what it is to be a woman and a, right. a, a exactly. normal mm-hmm. range of mm-hmm. testosterone for women to be proper for competition, it, it, it's not... I don't. I don't see how it's it's defensible. Mm-hmm. You right. know. Well, and the crazy part is, is they're like, oh, well, she can compete in men's athletics. Right. Well, yeah. Yeah. So they've just yeah. reassigned her. Yeah. Right. Right. Based uh-huh. on testosterone levels, yeah. which is an arbitrary thing in the first place. You know. Completely. Yeah. Yeah. It's ridiculous. It's it's strange because I feel like women, of course, much more so than men, have always been judged by oh, different course. characteristics. You know, a perfect waist size or right. a perfect mm-hmm. shoe size mm-hmm. or whatever. And there's no it's rules just, like that for, yeah, for men. Right. In, yeah. It's, I, in the same way that there are rules for women. Exactly. Yeah. And it's creepy. Right. <laughs> I mean, it's just not yeah. fair. Yeah. yeah. So, and but I've heard the argument. You know, it's not fair to uh, uh, to other uh, female athletes who uh, who might not have that. But again, you know, the the, the Michael, Michael Phelps, Phelps argument. Thing, yeah. Yeah. Right. His body is shaped properly. His feet are like flippers. His right. he's yeah. able to you know breathe underwater like. Right. Uh, What's it's his name? Just, Waterworld. But, yeah. um, you know. But what about a man with too much testosterone? You know, right. or too much estrogen. Did, did they say, or too much estrogen. Either one. Or, or, He's got you know, too much estrogen. Too much right. or whatever. He should be competing with also, the women. Right. right. And it's right. not even. <laughs> testosterone and estrogen are not inherently male and female like hormones. Excellent that everyone point. has both. Yeah. That's right. Um, and, you know, and it's just. It, it, I mean, but Ireland, we must measure them. Oh, of course. Right. Of course. <laughs> um, Quantify and qualify. And then, you know, with all the. The, the recent rulings about abortion, different states uh-huh. and stuff, it just is making me think a lot about all the uh, like the criticism and and speculation that um, is involved around women's bodies all mm-hmm. the time. Every right. they're constantly under attack. under attack, under mm-hmm. monitor, and yeah, yeah. and yeah. it just is. I've been thinking a lot about that lately, and <laughs> it's, it's like a woman's body is always public property. Always, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And up for speculation. The public property mm-hmm. of men right. who are running things. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. Yep. Well, <sighs> uh, do we have any lighter notes from you, Justin? I'm not thinking so. 
Mm. <laughs> um, well, yes, actually, we, actually we do. This is this is well, good news. Color me surprised. <laughs> <laughs> From LGBTQ Nation, we have um, the news that Colorado has become the first state to issue an intersex birth certificate to a person that is medic medically accurate. Previously, just New York City had done so. Anunnaki Ray Marquez is now the proud new owner of their own identity on record. Marquez identifies as a gender non-conforming androgynous gay man. What this means, essentially, is that they have an assortment of hormones, chromosomes, and secondary sex characteristics that can't be categorized by the two binary sexes once only available on birth certificates. In order to obtain their corrected birth certificate, Marquez had to petition the state government and provide numerous medical documents for verification. Once confirmed by the Colorado state government, Marquez's birth certificate was updated to reflect intersex instead of male or female. Marquez currently works as an activist for the intersex organization Jack's Youth Equality in Jacksonville, Florida. Marquez said, quote, Here's the thing that confuses people. My biological sex is intersex. We live in a world that thinks that should be in alignment with my gender identity. My gender identity doesn't match. It's non-conforming, androgynous, male. My sexual orientation confuses people even more. If I had an intersex body, they got confused when I say I'm gay. Sarah Kelly Keenan became the first person in U.S. history to receive an intersex birth certificate in New York City in 2016. New York City has its own vital records department separate from New York state records. The Intersex and Gender Queer Recognition Project tracks equality and advancements concerning non-binary rights. The group has seen a leap in intersex birth certificates since Keenan's was approved in New York City. Marquez received their updated birth certificate on the same day a federal judge ruled that the State Department can't deny passports to non-binary and intersex citizens. Yay. So that's some good news. Good news. That is news. That's great. It's, it's even fantastic news to me to see, because I hadn't heard this, that the State Department can't deny passports to non-binary and intersex citizens. Mm-hmm. Well, and, I didn't know that. And, well, I, yeah, I know, obviously, that, you know, everybody should be equal and stuff, but but recognition of intersex folk has always been a, a, a difficult thing, you know, right. before it was like... Uh, putting us under the knife and trying to turn us mm-hmm. into uh, yeah. one or the oh, other, God. if if that was the issue, mm-hmm. or uh, you know later on in life denying health care because we really don't understand how to deal with you, mm-hmm. people like mm-hmm. you, um, and uh, so it's it's been a the last twenty years has been really uh, great uh, for, for for intersex rights, um, and now just being to actually being able to be ourselves is mm-hmm. uh, fantastic, you know? Yeah. So if people yeah. identify, uh, you know, as uh, they can have the proper birth certificate and mm-hmm. uh, present themselves to the world. Yeah. So mm-hmm. that's great. And Beautiful. I think it's probably about time for our first music break. Sister Marie, you try to deal 
Welcome back to Blooming Out. That was UFOF from the album UFOF by Big Thief. Thanks, was, Lucas. Thanks, Good music. Lucas. You were just on top of it. I love your music Every choices. Week. It's always yeah. good. fantastic. It's awesome. Thank you. He graduated too, so congratulations, Lucas. <gasps> Yay! Yay! Congratulations. <laughs> When's the party? No. Okay. After the show. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Well, good thing I got my cocktail shaker here. <laughs> yeah, you did bring a cocktail shaker with you. I didn't have a water bottle handy. So uh-huh. I just but the cocktail shaker is always handy. Is that what you're saying, Melody? <laughs> good okay. one, Judy. Ooh. I mean, got you there. Yes. You know, <laughs> that's our girl. I just usually just pour the different things in my mouth and shake my head vigorously. But, you know, that's. I'm just kidding. Don't drink, kids. Um, <laughs> Interior, interior, like so very this adult. Big, huge silver cocktail shaker in front of you. <laughs> Lovely. Okay, we should probably get drink. to the news. Yeah. <laughs> well, this is this is some uh, serious stuff. So, uh, but not bad. <clears throat> Uh, from NBC News, Google and New York-based nonprofit The Trevor Project are joining forces to use artificial intelligence in order to help LGBTQ youth in crisis. The technology giant awarded The Trevor Project with a $1.5 million uh, Google AI Impact Grant, which will let the nonprofit incorporate Google's artificial intelligence tools to, uh, into its suicide prevention services. The Google Impact website states, quote, The Trevor Project saves lives by supporting at-risk LGBTQ youth via phone, text, and chat. Using natural language processing and sentiment analysis, counselors will be able to determine an LGBTQ youth suicide risk level and better tailor services for individuals seeking help. The Trevor Project was one of 20 groups selected from more than 2,600 applicants for the Google AI Impact Challenge, which was an uh, open call for proposals to use AI to address social issues, according to a press release. The Trevor Project's proposal was to create a system that could better and more quickly serve the 1.5 million LGBTQ youth who experience some sort of suicidal ideation or crisis each year. The Trevor Project CEO Emmett Paley said in a statement shared with NBC News, our crisis counselors work tirelessly every day to support these LGBTQ youth. This support from Google will allow our counselors to leverage AI and leading edge technology to identify highest risk youth faster and serve them with even higher quality of care. The Trevor Project will begin We'll be given access to Google's AI technology in addition to the 1.5 million in order to run the AI program, according to Sam Dorison, the nonprofit's chief of staff. 
The Trevor Project cha- uh, plans to incorporate machine learning and natural language processing into its crisis services, with the hope that AI will help with the organization or help the organization more quickly assess the suicide risk of uh, youth in crisis. In order to provide the privacy of at-risk youth, none of the sensitive participant data will go to Google, according to Dorison, and that's great. Next week, Trevor Project executives will travel to Google headquarters to develop a project plan and set timelines for the project completion. Google experts will work with each team through its Launchpad Accelerator to guide them as they incorporate AI into their services. Dorison said that one goal is to more quickly identify what type of assistance a youth in crisis needs within the first second or first or second message received by the Trevor Project. Dorison said, what happens now is that we talk for a while, we do risk assessment, we form, uh, and from there, the counselor then goes in. But a lot of what we learn is in a structured way as we go. We would like to learn sooner in a conversation. He added, in a few, uh, in the next few months, AI technology will become a cornerstone in the Trevor Project's suicide prevention work as we provide to address mental health among uh, LGBTQ young people. Jacqueline Fuller, president of Google.org, said the company's nonprofit arm uh, said the company is working toward having AI, quote, achieve even greater social impact. She said, quote, at Google, we have seen how AI can help us accomplish daily tasks and travels, and we believe this potential uh, uh, to help address some of the world's biggest humanitarian challenges. Yay, (laughs) I think that's a great idea. (laughs) And Mm -hmm. I think... I mean, it's great that Google's getting involved in this, you know, and donating that that huge of a grant, you know. So I'm excited. I was I was happy to read this. Yeah, it's yeah. a great idea. But am I such a luddite that I don't trust the technology? <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, that's that's a worry. But they they are being uh, sensitive to protect like data and mm-hmm. not give it to Google. And it's just all with all stuff. of the these security breaches and everything. Right. I'm always just mm-hmm. a little bit leery. Mm-hmm. Well, and that's that's data that's stored by Google, you know, mm-hmm. or other companies that right. get breached. Mm-hmm. Um, if they're not going to be storing, storing the data, it, mm-hmm. then it should be okay. Then well, and the okay. thing is, they're not just using the AI to figure out what to do. Right. They're using it to enhance the uh, ability or the capability of the person on the phone right. Right. to figure out what's the best thing to do with this kid. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So they would already have an idea, I'm sure, from their own experience, but the AI would help them maybe sooner put them to the direction mm-hmm. that will help that particular kid. So mm-hmm. it's, I think, to me, this is the best use of AI, at least at this point in time, because mm-hmm. it's scary to yeah. a lot of people. AI mm-hmm. is like it's going to take over. Right. But to, you know, it is. Media appropriate, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But to partner with a person mm-hmm. to save lives, That's good. what the heck else yeah. could there be yeah, a better I'd use? I say, you know, of. if you have the technology, we should be using it, you know? Mm-hmm. Right. So. Yeah. And, yeah. And I, I guess I really want to see how it goes because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm in between uh, you two with mm-hmm. this. I'm... Uh, AI hasn't really proven itself to me other than, mm-hmm. you know, being able to figure out what I want to buy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Um, right. Or not. And, or not right. buy. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I mean, I get offered Pampers all the time. Well, so I don't know why. Well, I know, right? Like, what are they? <laughs> we just, I mean, I'm, our generation is aging. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm not that old. So, but, well, there's one That's thing why I said it's our generation. Is like, you know, as soon as there's a technology, it's going to be used for um, consumerism, making right. profit. Yeah. But, right. uh, mm-hmm. but, hope, but now, you know, it's branching out, and that's I think it's a good thing. Yeah, yeah, totally. 
I'm I'm all excited about it. <laughs> and I, I know that was a quick one, but I think we're going to go to our community calendar and music break. Take a look at the community calendar. Can't hear myself. This week in Bloomington. Today is May 8th. Oh, that's totally wrong. Today is May 9th. Oh, what's going on? On the 10th. Lots of stuff going on. Oh, lots of shows. Let's see, we have Peter and the Starcatcher at 3910 North Kinzer Pike, Bloomington. Um, this is presented by the Bloomington High South. Wait a second. Bloomington High School North students in the Bloomington High School North Black Box Theater. May 10th, 11th, and 12th. Um, we have a 7.30 on 10 and 11. And we have a matinee on May the 12th. Community calendar. We have... On the 14th, we have the open mic, all types of performances welcome at the Blockhouse, 205 South College Avenue. Um, slots are 5 to 10 minutes. It's from 6.30 p.m. till 9 p.m. And that is on May 14th. That's a Tuesday, next Tuesday. And looking on into the week, we also have on May 15th, Wednesday, Envy's Open Stage, Bloomington's only gender-based performance open mic at the back door. That's 207 South College Avenue, around back in the alley. Want to try drag, burlesque, boylesque, good old-fashioned performance art? Now's your chance. All are welcome to participate. Just bring your own music and your fabulous selves. Who knows, you might end up in a show. Every Wednesday, sign up at 10. The show is at 11. Um, you can learn more by emailing openstagebookings at gmail.com. We're currently listening to This Is Big Thief's album, UFOF. We're listening to the song From. Welcome back to Blooming Out. You have been listening to 
a song called From by Big Thief, the album UFOF. That was totally chill. I think I'm going to have to play that this weekend. Yeah, yeah. that was nice. Yeah. Thanks again, Lucas. We like it. <laughs> <laughs> we just keep doing that. Lucas is available to run out at parties and uh, <laughs> bar and bat mitzvahs everywhere. <laughs> just kidding. Um, unless you should not. be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'd like to welcome uh, the, to the second half of the show our guest, Judith Epp of Spencer Pride. Judy. Who did you bring along with you today? I know we mentioned their names, but who are they? I brought Gannon and Sophie, part of our Irish crew, to come and talk about the prom. So Yay. much fun. Awesome. Yes. The, the so prom. much fun. We've had both of you on before. Yeah. yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is this your second time or your third? I, I don't remember if it's second or third. Sophie, I feel like you're almost like a co I think it's the second for both of them. I think I had uh, Cameron came on before. Yes, I I remember. Well, welcome welcome back. back. It's always fun to have you. Thanks for having us. I need a welcome back Cotter uh, thing on the... Oh, yeah. There you (laughs) go. play the welcome back Cotter thing for a second. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody else remembers that. (laughs) I know exactly. So I brought them to talk about the prom... There uh, was last Saturday, Dancing How Under wonderful. the Rainbow was the theme. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's a great yeah. theme. so cute. Mm-hmm. I've been showing um, pics around here. Yeah. So I people have seen the pictures. The pictures. So and, gorgeous. Uh, so yes. check out Love. Facebook, Instagram, <laughs> Facebook and Instagram mm-hmm. for pictures and probably our I website as well. I want to see everything everybody wore. Were there great clothes? Oh, yeah. Yes. What did you wear, Sophie? I had a green dress that had a slit for both legs up to the belly button. Ooh, it had ooh. like a leotard underneath it. It was green. It was, wow. It was nice. I love green. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yeah. And what about you, Gannon? I went simple and did yeah. some I did a black long sleeve shirt and some black dress pants. Nice. nice. Yeah. nice. Mm-hmm. Classy. That's awesome. Yeah. Classy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. That's great that you like, you know, got to figure out like how, how you wanted to style yourself for a prom and be yeah. like you know open about it and mm-hmm. uh you know do whatever you wanted like i didn't you know i i wore a a, a dress that i was uncomfortable in for my prom and i you know did you i yeah. can't see you like that i, I know i mean you know <laughs> i don't know just because of your personality it just seems like you do what you want to do i know well not in high school i didn't okay, even right. yeah well Most i mean i've talked about this before but i didn't i didn't even uh, I didn't come out to myself even until college. Right. So, um, you know, it would, it would, I would, I always thought, you know, it would be awesome to go back and like wear something I actually wanted to wear yeah. and like mm-hmm. feel great about myself. But that's what some of the adults said at the yeah. prom. Yeah. <laughs> so we, we, did, we haven't really told our audience what this prom is. Yeah. Okay. We? So I guess we need to, we know, but <clears throat> right. yeah, it was kind of on the DL for a while. Yeah. Let the yeah, kids talk it was about their a LGBTQ and ally prom, awesome. and it was for people in high school, and um, we had people from Bloomington come, and as well as Spencer, and then I think where else did people? We come invited from? like ten yeah. different schools and had some kids from mm-hmm. Ellettsville. Mm-hmm. We yeah. had two kids from Columbus. Mm-hmm. Yep, mm-hmm. that came up from wow. Columbus. Yeah, yeah. I'm That's not great. sure if That's any Martinsville way. kids came. <clears throat> I don't know. They invited um, GSAs mm-hmm. from around mm-hmm. the region because we, Spencer Pride, serve all of southwest, south central Indiana. So they invited all the GSAs around mm-hmm. and any um, LGBT youth groups like PRISM 
that they were aware of because the prom was invitation only and they specifically wanted to keep out troublemakers of course so it wasn't just oh we're having a prom come on out um and the flag burners would show so um yeah it was invitation only did you have any problems at all no, anybody no. protesting? No, that's great. Or anything? It that's was great. Beautiful night. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Nobody, awesome. nobody protested. Um, um, it was a private affair, so it was by invitation only, and and allies and mm-hmm. the kids. So we did have security, um, mm-hmm. but there was no need for it. And I heard from the adults, um, the other adults. Uh, Lucy and I went to prom, but we skipped out before after prom. They had prom and after prom. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, oh yeah. wow. Okay. So, the same, in the same place? The or was yeah. it a different? Okay. Yes, uh-huh. Post prom was fire themed. So yes. we had a oh, bonfire. Yes. There were fire dancers. <laughs> yes. Really? Sparklers. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, was, oh, cool. it was really fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm seeing Kinetic. the name on this on this paper here. What was the name of the after party? Flame Buoyant. That's yes. great. I love it. Who came up with these names and themes? Oh, I don't know. I think all of us. All of you? Collectively, yeah. You have a committee of how many people? Um, what do you say? Or is it? Like in see. Iris, all the people that worked okay. on it, mm-hmm. and there were like 25 Iris of us. Iris is, awesome. is your youth group. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Right. Yeah. Awesome. So what made you start this, what, this process? What, what was the impetus for the, the genesis? The I think we wanted to do something that would bring attention to Iris, our group, and um, also to have a prom where people felt comfortable being yeah. themselves yeah. and being able to do what they want to do, love who they want to love. Right. And I think that's the main reason is just to be open with who you are and to have fun with people like you. Yeah. And did uh, you? I did. Oh, it yeah. was beautiful. It was better than any other prom I've been to and I've only been to one. So. <laughs> <laughs> like well, I can tell you that that it. was probably the best prom ever. No matter yeah. what. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, I you don't need to go to any others. I want to tell you one story and I don't know the name which is good because I wouldn't say the name anyway. There was a student there who had this circumstance that you had. Oh, okay. They came there and were out on the porch and mm-hmm. one of the uh, adults went out to see if they were okay. And they said, yeah, they're okay. But they told their mom they were going to a prom party. And um, the mom made them wear a dress when they left home. And they went to a friend's house and changed. So they were waiting to go in to get that out of their head before they went in to have a good time. Mm -hmm. So that's the kind of thing that was going on there. I mean, the kids and the adults. Yeah. A lot of the adults. Mm-hmm. I wish it had been this way at my prom. <laughs> Could you imagine? And, uh, I'm, I'm I'm so happy for you, but I, yeah, I really wish that we were able to have that too. It's just so mm-hmm. great that it yeah. exists now. Yeah. Because yeah. I'm sorry, but the other proms were just miserable for people like us. Oh. Yeah, yeah I exactly. I enjoyed yeah, dressing yeah. up. I went right. to three proms in high school, and uh, well, weren't we popular? <laughs> well, I mean, um, she was but, the prom uh, queen. Uh, far from it, but um, but yeah, I mean, I had a good time with my friends and everything. But I would have, you know, I would have really loved to be a part of something like that because mm-hmm. you know it's just a different vibe, you mm-hmm. know. Yeah. And yeah, well, how many proms have a drag show? Yeah. Right. Oh, exactly. I mean, really. Jealous. Yeah. Now right. all of them are going to, though, I have yeah. a feeling. <laughs> they should. Oh, they had two drag queens and a drag king. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, that's so great. And the and um, the drag king, they all 
commented at the end, talked to the kids. Uh-huh. And the drag king in particular said they had come from a small town. And oh. they really wished that they could have had something like this. And they were so happy to be able to be here and perform with the kids. Mm-hmm. And at least one of them stayed and danced. Yeah. yeah. One of them stayed yeah. an hour after, after they got, their performance after they got done oh. performing. <laughs> so I, think, I think two of them did. A drag queen and the, and the drag, drag king. king. Yeah. They stayed oh. out yeah. there, danced with and the, um, oh, yeah. the DJ was supposed was booked from eight to eleven, but mm-hmm. the DJ kept playing yeah. till, yep. till midnight. <laughs> and I think maybe if they hadn't had postprom stuff outside, they would have just kept going. She, right? She yeah. was awesome. Yeah. She couldn't have picked someone better. She's the one that brought all like everyone for the drag the show. Can we she, say her name? Really? Uh, yeah. DJ Mad Dog. DJ yeah. Mad Dog. Oh yeah. 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 She's she great. Awesome. Love her. Yeah. <laughs> Props to her. She yeah. said she already planned on coming back for next year and <laughs> yeah. bringing all the drag queens and I don't know, did I miss it? Who are the drag queens like drag king? Do we have I don't remember the names that well. Um Juniper Perone, Chick Van Dyke, and then Mahogany. Chick oh, Van Dyke? Mahogany, yes. Not mahogany. I love that name. I cannot uh-huh. remember. Oh, she was my favorite. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she was fabulous. I believe you can see her at the back door. <laughs> so did yeah. you have prom royalty at all? No, did we okay. did not. Yeah. And what was the decision behind that? We didn't want to do anything that was gender specific mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and we didn't want to put other people above other people right. yeah. we that's don't want to have a lawn yay on you yeah, yeah. that's a great yeah right mm-hmm. we I talked about honest. um giving out awards like best dressed or like most unique or things like that and we just decided not to mm-hmm. do that at all because have any like, sort of competition or yeah mm-hmm. that's yeah. Right. the whole message is equality right, right. Yeah. 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 yeah yeah and you know in every every high school prom it's like you know, if you there, even for the people who are who know you're not gonna get chosen, it's a popularity thing, and it's yeah. it's yeah. dumb, mm-hmm. and you know it's you know false hopes shattered and all of that. And <laughs> yeah, I, I agree that Despite that's kind the of fact a, if you see a couple kids with crowns, they arrived with the crown. Right. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. They, they literally came with tiaras. Tiaras <laughs> at the door. Yeah. 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 <laughs> at the door. Yeah. They came dressed with tiaras. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One of the kids from Columbus had this fabulous, beautiful gown. Mm-hmm. The big um, white was it white and red? Yeah, yeah. with the, oh with the roses. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Oh my gosh! It was a big skirted, hoopy looking thing. <laughs> <laughs> it was beautiful with red roses all um, all in it and everything. Oh, yeah, that was gorgeous. Yeah. Oh, that sounds great. Just all different ways. And other kids had jeans and mm-hmm. yeah. Um, just so you didn't have to dress up if no. you wanted to. There wasn't mm-hmm. a dress wear whatever you want. Mm-hmm. That was our yeah. as long as everything was covered appropriately, you could wear whatever you wanted. <laughs> right. So, what is the history of this prop? How long has it been going on? And who thought of it? Um, Joy thought of it. Joy Hellman. Mm-hmm. Who is the youth empowerment leader. Yes. Right? Yeah. Okay. Of Irish. Yep. And I think she introduced it to us like July of last year. I think so. It's been a long time coming. Yeah. And it came fast. So this was the first one? Yes. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's so wonderful. And we're already planning and for next you're year. You're already yeah. planning next year. Yeah. It was such a success. And so sometimes Joy felt like she was herding cats. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, know what I have like. to separate them. I have to get some kids over here talking about food, and I have to get some kids over here talking about decoration. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Well, I know somebody with a bubble machine, so, you know, oh. that could be a. Oh, that would cool. be. Maybe. Maybe that gets all, all kind slippery of then. Ideas. Yeah. <laughs> so, can you talk about next year's prom at all, or is um, that. Keep it in your We, or we did wraps. talk last week about 
who we thought would show up for next year. We're expecting mm. numbers to double. Mm-hmm. Wow. Uh, yeah, we want to have it in the same place, but we think it might be too small. Oh, mm-hmm. so that's it a great was a little It was a little crowded this week. So, so it was a good turnout. Oh, yes. yes. Were all the schools that you invited represented? I Do you think? think? Except for Edgewood. Oh, they didn't come. Well, mm-hmm. there were kids from Ellettsville. Yes. But maybe not the from, school right. in particular. So there were kids from other areas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. But n- not necessarily the particular organizations or schools right. that, yeah. that right. were invited. But mm-hmm. I think there were like 100 kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There, around so. 100 That's kids great. this time. So it's, yeah. it's invitation only, but how do you get the word out? How do you send? Wh- how do you choose who to send invitations to, I guess? We went to like the GSAs of people's mm-hmm. schools. Um, also, we shared it on our um, the Owen Valley GSA Instagram page as well as Spencer Pride Youth page we just said something about it Okay, and if people were interested you know we actually gave full information and invited them. That's and smart. We, we yeah. got an invitation for the, the Bloomington P-Flag um, oh, really? you know for the parents to might not have been reached through the GSAs and such like that so um, I'm not sure if anybody took uh, that opportunity, but uh, it was put forth, and I really appreciated that. Yeah, so, um, we are going to take our last music break, and we'll be right back.
Welcome back to Blooming Out. You were listening to Cat Tales by Big Thief. <laughs> you did a really yeah, good yeah, job. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Shannon, we're going to have to have you on every show. To read you know, the music. nobody gets paid here, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. I do know. I know. <laughs> we're making millions. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I'm crawling in dumpsters on the weekend. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> we get paid the big bucks. Well, I have to. Be- I know the kids are going to talk about some other stuff, but I have to give them such a big, huge compliment because this prom went on from 11 to 12. After prom went on till 2 or 3, and no, nobody had to be chastised, corrected, told to stop doing something. Everybody was on their best behavior. Mm -hmm. And my feeling is that they were having such a good time being themselves. Mm-hmm. They didn't have to misbehave. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. I think that you're absolutely correct. And mm-hmm. no, nobody, nobody was smoking. Nobody was drinking. Nobody was sneaking out. Nobody was doing anything that they shouldn't have been doing. Not dumping rum in the punch bowl. Or no, anything. no. <laughs> that that would have been hard since we didn't have a punch bowl, but oh. you know, they would have had to pour it in the bottles of water yeah, don't take notes <laughs> and the cans of pop. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Did oh, take yeah. notes from Glee, so that's right. good. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. So there's that. I wanted to just compliment the kids. But I think oh, you're right. Awesome. And probably without the hierarchy and the competition and all that, there's no hurt feelings, mm-hmm. nobody right. upset. Mm-hmm. So. Now, you said you went to your, your uh, official school prom, yeah. right? Uh, how did that differ? Like, what was the... So I thought it was really fun. Everyone that I talked to, we had a blast at our prom, too. But it was... A very different dynamic. Like I wore a completely different dress. I wanted to look really pretty and cute, and I think Gannon was the same way. He mm-hmm. wore a tux, and yep. yeah. My Thanks experience. It was my old school that I used to go to, mm. so I was returning back, and so that was already like sort of nerve wracking. Mm. But I had fun there too. I thought that their music was really good. They had a beautiful setup, and. Um, I just, I think it was a different dynamic. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I just, I think I felt more comfortable at um, the LGBTQ prom and felt more alive, actually. Like, dancing with purpose, not just dancing because I have to dance, you know? Mm -hmm. Right. And there were very obvious, like, groups of people at our prom. And, like, you would stay with your friends and you dance with your friends. Mm -hmm. You wouldn't talk to anyone else. If you needed a drink, you'd be like, hey, friend, come with me. At the regular prom. Yes, at Owen Valley's prom. But, like, at... Our prom, we had groups, obviously, but we would switch in and out, talk to new yeah. people. We mm-hmm. so yeah, that's had what a I was great time. I mean, did you meet a lot of oh, new yeah. people? Oh, yeah. yeah. See, that sounds really that's exciting. Yeah. There were kids out there just dancing by themselves. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Dancing with a the group. There'd be a whole group of people, and all of a sudden, the kids are lined up. And mm-hmm. they're dancing, they're line dancing. Ah, <laughs> okay. Yeah. Then they're group dancing. Then one of the chaperones, Emily, she's going to come on and talk about the festival um, mm-hmm. this month. 
she is a hell of a dancer. She oh, yeah. loves to dance. She's just out there dancing, yeah. doing her own thing. Yeah, that's <laughs> awesome. See, I, yeah. we were we were I, just going by my pride. Um, we had a, a live band. If that tells you uh, how long ago that was, <laughs> and everybody was like really kind of you know uh, insular, right. and so mm-hmm. it's just beautiful to to hear you know. Our community is our community, right? Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And to hear that translate into social functions too, mm-hmm. that's that's really wonderful. And I feel like in the general like high school dynamic, there's so much judgment that goes mm-hmm. on. Right. And, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. you're always like if you're dancing at a prom, it's like well, who's watching me? Like I have to dance well or that you know, I don't right. have to I have to do, you know, what everyone else does in order to be cool or something like that. But it just sounds like you guys were able to just do whatever and right. yeah. there was no judgment and it was very clear that there was no judgment across the board mm-hmm. at that event which is so cool yeah yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. the by invitation by, invita- by invitation idea is is fantastic too yeah right um mm-hmm. uh, and and i know that might seem discriminatory for people who uh don't get invited mm-hmm. or aren't uh a part of the community um but you know, I think there's there's weighing that against the comfort level mm-hmm. and being able to uh, freely express yourself right without that judgment. So something well, that like our parents and leaders at Iris told us was it was a free prom for everyone, mm-hmm. so we can invite who we want, and anyone who is against that, that's on them. And I was like, oh, I mean, <laughs> that's a little harsh, but yeah, you're. You're not wrong. There was a lot of money spent on it, and it was completely free to everyone that came. And right. well, that's mm-hmm. great. That's yeah. awesome. And how, we how did you raise the money? I mean, was it a fundraiser? Had, we had a lot of donations. Yeah. Um, we got a lot of money from Spencer Pride. Um, yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, and um, kudos to Jessica Brinson, who yes. is one right. of the moms. Yes. Yeah. Um, she works for Boston Scientific. And she drove people to donate to Iris mm-hmm. through Boston, and they match. Oh, great. Oh, wow. So oh, wow. she was able oh, to raise um, actually several thousand dollars <laughs> by yeah. getting people to come in that way and getting the match there. That's so, awesome. It, because um, regular prom is always so expensive. You have to buy yeah. the tickets. Mm-hmm. You have to get the, the right. outfit and all of that stuff. And a lot of people can't afford to go right. to prom. Well, so that's awesome. Spencer that guys- Pride never charges anything mm for anything we do not charge thus the economic um the the reality of the economics in our area and in south central indiana we will never let money be something that stops anybody from participating in our events that's wonderful yeah it's great wonderful well it's so great to have you two on come back anytime yeah thank you guys so much for talking about this so i have a question about Mm -hmm. like we still have a couple minutes here um if people want to get involved Mm -hmm. uh with uh, iris or uh with prom right um you know there might be some people who like to blow up balloons or whatever yeah um (laughs) although those are environmentally irresponsible yeah (laughs) but uh (laughs) uh how can they how can they do that uh, message our Instagram. We mm-hmm. have Spencer Pride Youth. Uh, any uh, of us, me, Gannon, right. Cameron, she's been here before. And Joy is the youth empowerment leader. Mm-hmm. Her email is joy at spencerpride.org. Great. To know. And they meet every Monday at 4 
o'clock? 4.30. 4.30? 4.30. That's fantastic. I'd like to be involved in that. I think it's it's just great. And uh, okay. uh, Show and up, 4.30. Yeah. yeah. We would love I to know. have you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I, I've got kind of a scheduling conflict at 4.30, but, uh, well, but maybe not six. so much next year. So we'll see. Yeah. yeah, that'll be fantastic. Thank you so much for coming. No problem. Um, Thanks for having us. Mm-hmm. We're out of time. Uh, and uh, as as always, you're, we're excited to have you guys back. And, uh, yeah. Okay, great. Bloomington Out is produced by Frankie Presloff. Our executive producer is WFHB News Director Wes Martin. Lucas Fisher is our engineer. Our production assistant is Ireland Meacham. For Blooming Out and WFHB, I'm Justin Robertson. I'm Ireland Meacham. I'm Melanie Davis. And remember, if everything was straight, roller coasters would be one long, boring ride. Good night from our Blooming Out family. You've been listening to Blooming Out on WFHB. Blooming Out is a product of WFHB's News and Public Affairs Department. Tune in every Thursday evening at 6 p.m. for Indiana's only LGBTQ plus news and public affairs program. You can hear this and other programs online at WFHB.org. Comments and suggestions for future topics or guests can be sent to bloomingout at WFHB.org. That is blooming O-U-T at W-F-H-B dot O-R-G. And thank you for listening. I gotta be proud and I gotta remember this is what I'm about. Gotta stand up and I gotta be proud and I gotta remember this is what I'm about. And what about being a girl? Well, how could I mind it? And what about being queer? Well, really?